when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, we are Made by Mamas, Zoe Hardman and Georgia Dayton. And we are back with our brand new series of our podcast. And we're so excited to be here again. For those of you that do not know us, we met a couple of years ago in a coffee shop in Cheltenham when we were both pregnant. And now three kids later and with one on the way, here we are. Yay, Georgia's pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're still here with all of our love, support and non-judgmental advice and all of those tips on products that we love and brands that we're obsessed about. Um, And this series, you're going to hear things on co-sleeping, breastfeeding, relationships, fitness, a little bit of sex. (laughs) It's all in there. Um, We're really excited for you to hear it. Let's get on with it. So this week we are talking about mum confidence. Yes, which is an interesting subject because I think when you get pregnant you go through a really confident stage because you're pregnant and you're like, oh my god, this is amazing, you feel on top of the world. Then it gets a little bit harder for a bit and then afterwards a lot of us are probably at all time low. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know... (sighs) If you've been a certain weight and, and you've looked a certain way your entire life and then suddenly you get pregnant and all of these changes are happening to your body, which you have complete, well, there's just no control over it. No. You know, the bump grows bigger, the boobs are getting bigger, you know, thighs, bum, everything's kind of changing. And it's it's really important, I think. I think you and I did this to kind of check yourself and be like, look, you have to embrace these changes. Yeah. And you have to get on board with it because you can't fight it. You're growing a human. It's the exactly. most amazing thing in the whole entire world. quite a tricky thing to do yeah. when you think about it, really, isn't it? Growing a human, making a full child. Yes. <laughs> I mean, for me, I... I've, I'm very open about this, but I suffered really badly from anorexia in my 20s. So my whole life for like eight years was about being really, really skinny. It was awful. You know, I had yeah. I, I had an illness. It wasn't great. So f- but, and, and even though I definitely recovered from my anorexia, there was still a part of me during pregnancy where I was just like, oh, my God, I'm putting on weight and I can't control this. And I used to fight it constantly in my head. It was, yeah. quite, it was quite a scary time for me in places. So you still felt that pressure? It's it's not a pressure. It wasn't a pressure. It was more like the demons coming back. Right. And I, I don't know. I think a lot of women might go through that, you know, d- definitely that you sort of... you. I think it's that thing of like not being able to control it. And it may sound yeah. silly because, you know, you're doing something, as I said, that is just so amazing and so brilliant. But at the same time, you know, there are those moments where you just feel like shit. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't ever really struggled with like a, you know, an eating disorder or anything like that. So I don't un- like I don't understand how that must have felt for you because not being in control is so hard. Yeah. But I know that at the beginning I found it really hard because number one, I couldn't tell anybody why I was putting on weight and I was thinking oh my gosh people are gonna think this they're gonna think that 
But as soon as the bump came out, mm. I felt immediately better. Yep. Were yep. you the same? Exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. That beginning bit is hard because you can't tell anybody and you can't really tell that you're pregnant. You just look a bit different. And knackered. Yeah. And, you know, you might be suffering from morning sickness and everything changes. You know, I, I felt like that whole glow thing, it didn't come until my second trimester. Yeah, same as me. And weirdly I had a holiday um well a couple of holidays when I was pregnant and they were the times I felt the most confident like around the pool because I didn't care and I just I just felt fabulous actually and it was kind of towards the end and you know I could just be let it all out yeah and it was lovely did you feel good like you know in a bikini and yeah. stuff when you're pregnant yeah absolutely I embraced I really embraced it and got on board with it you know after I got over that initial hump I was just yes. like look at my big bump my you know I loved my boobs during pregnancy and I was really kind of I, I think that's really important to remember that you you know people are looking at you and they are thinking wow what a beautiful pregnant lady yeah like, exactly oh, isn't she looking a bit flabby and doesn't she have steady lights like you know they're not thinking that I remember my uncle saying to me just before we um James and I went on holiday he was like I was like sort of worried about being pregnant around the pool we we're going to Mykonos which is quite like cozy and zhuzhy isn't yeah. it and I thought oh my god I'm gonna be like fat lump around the pool and he was like Georgia everyone loves the pregnant lady and I suddenly thought Actually, they do. Yeah. And everyone would smile at me. And it was actually really nice. Yeah. Whereas, you know, normally you're just like worried how you're going to sit. And, yeah. oh, God, am I sucking in enough? When I could just chill. It's yeah. nice. Just chill and get that beautiful bump out. <laughs> and then obviously after baby comes. Yeah. That is, a, that is quite a moment when you have to kind of face the... Face the reality, the the, the the body, the shell that you're left with after the baby's come out. And I remember having a shower and Isla coming in and I just had Luna. It was the day after. And she, I remember you telling yeah, me Yeah, she was like, Zozo, why does it still look like you've got a baby in your tummy? And I looked down and I saw this empty belly that, you know, you pressed and it went in and it was... And I was just like, oh my God, here we go. And then those months afterwards um, were, ch- were challenging for me. Yeah, I think... Uh, straight after I had Axel, I actually felt really good and really like empowered and great. But then <laughs> I remember taking a photo, I think of me and Axel, and I sort of sent it to a group of friends and they were like, oh, why do you still look pregnant? And then I suddenly went, what? <laughs> As if they said that to you. But, you know, people who don't have kids, they don't get it. And I suddenly thought, oh, well, I actually thought I looked quite good. <laughs> you did. You do. You did. <laughs> and I felt I felt quite good straight after. Yeah. And then obviously maybe as reality hit yeah. after a few weeks of no sleep, that's when I felt yeah. it. And there's definitely a few mm. things that you can do, I think, to yeah. make yourself feel better because fundamentally you're there to look after the baby and you're yeah, there, you absolute know, priority whatever you're doing, bottle feeding, breastfeeding, it's all about that little creature that you've created and given birth to. But you still have to remember, you know, yourself in all of this and yeah. not to get kind of lost in the wash. And That's I, the thing, yeah. is not getting lost and losing your confidence because I think it's a lot harder to get it back yeah. once it's gone. Yeah. Um, I used to love getting a spray tan. Oh, yeah. Not not getting something to do it because that would be too time-consuming and i have to leave the house. But, you know, using, you know, home spray uh, yeah, home tanning. Home tanning. I can't even get my words out. Yeah, I'm back exactly. to tired. Home tanning, and also love using lotions. And I'd like paint my toenails when I got a second, and just little things like that that just I looked down and didn't think that I was hideous. Yeah. Also, I used to like really enjoy like reading self help books and that kind of stuff, which sounds a bit like. Did you? Annoying. Yeah, a little bit. I never ever struggled with confidence before, mm. but after having a baby, not not at the beginning, maybe like six months in I suddenly started to feel like I was losing myself a bit yeah. and I needed to sort of 
I know it sounds like I needed like a bit of positivity. Yeah, but and, you like, do. To, yeah, just to get it back and keep it on track. Yeah. Um, I mean, let, let's, yeah. let's be honest. You know, mm. let's be really honest here. The first six months of having a child, even though they are the most wonderful moments of your life, and we're not saying that, they are some of the lowest as well. Yeah, absolutely. And every single day, you've got to get up after having zero sleep. You've got to put, you know, put your mask on, be a mum, look after baby, carry on with normal life, and you feel really low sometimes. Yeah, you do. And again, as I say, around the six month mark, it's. I think before you sort of can get away with brushing it off as you you know you're a new mum obviously you're not gonna look good or feel good or be doing everything because you've just had a baby but at six months I started to feel that like pressure that I should be doing something else as well that's why we went to the gym yes exactly that's why I went to the gym but also you know going back to work and um the confidence with going back and uh, it was just all of that and I think you really have to do something for you in order to keep your confidence up yeah and remember who you were. Yeah, because, exactly. Because, you know, we're not just mums. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. So um, every week we sit here and we say how excited we are to have the guests sitting opposite us. But today there is a particular buzz in the air because sitting opposite us today, one of the biggest girl bands in the planet. Yeah, ever. Ever, ever, ever. She's an amazing, <laughs> wonderful career mummy. Uh, Mummy to Cole and Bobby. Um, she's an all-round thoroughly lovely person and we are so honoured that Kimberly Walsh has joined us today. Yay! Hello. Yay. Thank you for having me. What about an introduction? I know, I loved that. Yeah. yeah Anything yeah, else you'd blushing. like us to add? <laughs> no, Beautiful, that was, that funny. Was sufficient. That was sufficient. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for having me. No, not at all. Absolute pleasure. So this whole episode is around mum confidence. Okay. And we really wanted to discuss that with you because we we are kind of in awe of how you've had these two amazing kids got back to work you know you're on the radio you're in a pop group and you kind of managed to do it seamlessly so I want to sort of sort of go back to that time when you found out you were pregnant Mm -hmm. how did that make you feel in terms of your confidence I don't know if this is a really bad answer to this question but when I found out I was pregnant with Bobby so my first I was just so happy that I didn't have to worry about dieting <laughs> or anything like that for like 10 months. Is that really bad? No. Literally, I was about to go into like a full on like January health kick, like thinking of doing like a full on workout routine for the next few weeks. And then I found out I was pregnant. I was like, yes, I get out of it. I think I was exactly the same. All the, all the little treats that I used to walk past, like on my lunch break at work, like Selfridges pick a mix. I suddenly didn't have to 
to walk past and ignore it anymore. <laughs> you like that? One for me, Go in. one yeah. for baby. Um, was there pressure um, during, you know, girl band days? Was there, you know, hard diet- dieting and hard exercise that you kind of had to live by? Was that just something that you wanted to do to look and feel good? I think it's exactly that. I think I did probably take it on a little bit just because you are part of a girl band, five girls, so you don't kind of want to be the weak link, do you? So I felt like I did have to, you know, keep it in tow to a point, but no one ever really put any pressure on me. I think it's just like most young girls, you want to stay kind of slim and healthy. And I, so I kind of did what I could to to stay quite, you know, quite a decent size, I would have said. But although I have to say, like, I'm not a naturally skinny person, so it does take a little bit of effort. Does it? Uh, whereas the other four could literally eat McDonald's every day and they'd still be tiny. Oh, like, so oh. annoying. <laughs> <That is> annoying. <laughs> um, but yeah, you put the pressure on yourself, I think. So when you got pregnant, it was almost like a relief. A little bit of a relief, yeah. yeah. And did you feel like, you know, letting loose a little bit made you feel better? Or did you sort of start to feel less confident? Um, I just saw it as a bigger picture. I just saw it as that I was growing a human being. And Mm. so I didn't really take it on. Like, obviously, I could see my body changing. And by the end of the pregnancy with Bobby, I was huge. I mean, I was humongous. <laughs> and he was a big baby. But when I look back now, I'm like, wow, my nose had doubled in size. Like, I probably <laughs> did take it a little bit too far. But I had a very healthy baby. And that was the main thing. Um, yeah, and with Cole, I probably did chill out slightly on the eating for two thing, just because I couldn't be bothered with the regime to get back in shape. <laughs> well, you know um, a little bit more, don't you, the second time around, because you sort yeah. of know what's going to be happening to your body and the changes. Yeah, So you exactly. can kind of cap it slightly with the, you know, two margaritas. Exactly. <laughs> McDonald's for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. But I think you're right. I think you, it was quite nice to just chill out and actually not have to think about that for a while, mm. because it was just a different thing. It was all about the baby and whether they were growing properly and you just had to deal with how I looked really. Apart from the bump what was the biggest change to your body? Well my bottom was basically the same size as my bump so (laughs) slightly concerning (laughs) literally if I stood on the side it was literally the same size both ways. I thought you were going to say boobs but you've you've gone for bums. Boobs is not so bad like I've got small boobs so I think you're quite lucky in in that respect because they're small, they can't really go anywhere. How great do they look though when they're full of milk? Like I've taken so many photos, and this is a bit gross, but I've taken <laughs> photographs of my boobs at, you know, when they're sort of full and they're looking great because I just love them so much. Like now I've got absolutely zero boobs. Yeah. Like I just look at these photos like longingly, like, oh, look, they're like <laughs> unrecognisable though. Know, they just don't even look right on my body. I didn't really like the big boobs. Did you yeah. know? Because I've spent my whole life with small boobs and I feel like it makes you look almost smaller in general and like my smaller part is the top of me and so suddenly I was big there as well I kind of prefer I preferred having smaller boobs to be honest yeah I wasn't a big fan of the big boobs no just me then one one day just you (laughs) when my milk came in my husband had been away and he went to Newcastle overnight and came back and he literally went away with me with small boobs came back my milk came in he was like whoa What happened to you? No, but it is shocking, isn't yeah. it? Like they, they literally triple in size. Yeah. Like it's quite disturbing, actually. When you wake up to that, you're like, I remember saying to my friend who already had big boobs, you are in trouble because seriously, 
they are massive. <laughs> and also, I mean, I'm sorry, but just they just look great in bras. You know, having got small boobs, I've just never had that experience. Yes. Of just having the old cleavage, like the yeah, photos yeah. that I would send to my husband, just being I like, know, but check me out. Yeah, I just feel like when you're <laughs> no. breastfeeding, they're just not I like know. sexy boobs. No. Like, you can almost see that they're, they're like functional boobs. Veiny boobs. Yeah, yeah. veiny yeah. boobs. Yeah. Veiny <laughs> boobs is what I've So basically, don't have a boob job, just get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Zoe's saying, but we're not too convinced by that. So you've had the baby, um, you're standing in front of the mirror, and I remember this moment for me, and obviously George and I have spoken about it as well, that that first glance at your body post-baby. What's going through your head? It's harsh, isn't it? It is really, really harsh when you're suddenly left with the same body but without the bump. Mm. I think I just had to laugh at the situation, really. Like, what else can you do? Mm. Also, you've kind of got a big distraction by trying to look after this human being that's screaming and mm. <laughs> crying and asking for help. Um, but it is it is kind of hard to to see at first. And then I think you just kind of, well, I just got on with it. Like, mm. just cover up, wear slouchy clothes, deal with it like six months later. Yeah. I really did not put any pressure on myself or worry about that at all for at least six months. That's and so I lovely. say that everybody should do that. Just mm. give yourself at least six months grace. Because mm. it is, it is your body is just such an amazing thing. I mean, that whole wonder of birth and carrying the baby and growing the baby and all that sort of stuff. And then the baby comes out of you and you're standing there. And I, I, I just, I remember just looking at my body just going, oh my God. You know, you've got this sort of stomach which you can press, which goes in. You've got yeah. your body, it, you just don't feel like you're not carrying the no. baby anyway. It's weird, isn't it? It is weird. And you still almost feel like, it's there. Yeah. It takes a while to get used to them not being in there. It's yeah. bizarre. It's almost like you want to put them back. It's yeah, very strange, strange feeling, but it's the most incredible thing. Yeah. Like, I just, just the minute I'd had him, I felt like I'm definitely going to want to have another one, and that's, yeah. which is weird because it wasn't the most pleasant birth, but I just definitely just thought that the feeling that I got is just insane, isn't it? You could never get that any other way, really. What were your births like? So the first birth, Bobby was so well behaved throughout the whole pregnancy and then literally at the final hour decided to turn the wrong way around. Ah. Um, yes, I was trying to get him out and it wasn't happening. Spine um, on spine. Yeah, mm. and it's just impossible. I mean, it literally is like pushing against a brick wall. So I had to have four steps. I managed to get him out though with no C-section, just in the nick of time. Wow, well done. But it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't pleasant. <laughs> Epidural? It, I, I had had one, thank goodness like an yeah. hour before I'd done quite well as well like with the pain thing and then it was Justin that was like please have it please have it I don't want to <laughs> see you go through that pain I was like okay yeah let's do this and then it was like a blessing in disguise because yeah. that would have been I don't think I would have had any more <laughs> no put it that way <laughs> second birth easier second birth I had an epidural again about an hour before thinking this is you know this is going to be good this is going to be enjoyable and um, it wore off because I've got <gasps> quite a high pain threshold and I literally started screaming like I was dying and they were all looking at me like, what, what's happened? Like, what has happened? And it was, it was too late. So he was pretty much a, a natural birth. And it was all right because he came out so fast from that point that I was like, okay, that's why people say you can do it because it's so quick mm. that the relief came 
but yeah, at one oh, for a few minutes, I was like, "No!" Did you not say? I think it's wearing off. Yeah, no, I was like, "It's not working." They were like all like rallying around me, trying to like work out what was going on. They were like, "You're not, you're not ready to push. You can't be." I was like, "Seriously, look down there!" And they were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." He's on his way out. I was like, "Yes, I know." <laughs> and you want to do it again? And I want to do it again. Do you I'm want another sicko. baby? Yeah, I'm a sicko. I don't know. Yeah, I do. I love babies. I just, I can't, I get to this point, like Cole's nearly two, and now I'm like, hmm, maybe I could. What does Justin say? He's like, are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) honestly want to add to this chaos. Um, I'm still working on him. What is home life like for you? I mean, it it is full on. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend it's like the Instagram family, like with the kids behaving and they are mad. Like, they do run wild. And they gang up on me, even now. Cole's not even two. And if I put Bobby on the step, he goes and sits next to him in solidarity. (laughs) I'm like, he's on the step for hurting you. And he's like, nope, I'm going to sit with him. Um, But it's lovely, like, seeing them together and their bond is just amazing. Mm. Like, because they're so close in age and similar characters in some ways. But it it is kind of crazy. Like, there's literally never any peace and calm in my house at the moment. (laughs) But that's how I grew up, because I'm one of four, so it's kind of Oh, so you're used to it. Oh, that's nice. And so how is it getting ready and trying to get out the house? Well, I feel like you get better at that, like, as time goes on. Like, when Cole first came along, I was like, we're never going to get anywhere. Like, we're just never going to be able to do anything. And now I'm like, actually... It's better to just leave it till the last minute because if I do it too early, they'll have taken the clothes off before I leave. So now yeah. I'm like, actually, let me just get myself sorted, get all their stuff ready, and then just quickly get them changed and out before they can take the clothes off. Yes. Or Bobby <laughs> likes to take his clothes off. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get them dirty. <laughs> do you find as well that your sort of makeup style has changed? I mean, both G and I, again, we have these discussions that we used to spend like an hour getting. I used to do my makeup, put lashes on, I mean, who- lip liner, and literally now it's 10 minutes from start to yeah, yeah it's, the, it's the only way that I know how now. Even if I have time, I can't take that long. Mm. And it really reminds me of my mum growing up because she used to go out with the girls every Thursday and she was a teacher, a school teacher, and there was four of us. So she would literally go up to her room like looking one way then come back down like she'd been in some sort of magic <laughs> tunnel and I'd be like how, how has she done that and now I know she literally like put a red lip on ch- chucked yeah. her hair upside down yeah. changed her clothes and that was it she was good to go and that's what I do now so would you say that you feel more confident now that you've had your kids I just think that confidence and I know this sounds a bit whatever but I just think it's it's from the inside and I'm just quite a chilled confident person as in like I'm just quite happy in my Mm. own skin so whether I'm whether I look bigger or I look smaller usually I'm still kind of happy if that makes sense so I try not to let those sort of things affect how I feel Mm. it's not easy is it but I just think it does depend on what kind of person you are yeah no definitely so if you're having like a bit of a rubbish day you're feeling a bit crap Mm. what what's your go-to thing to make yourself feel better is it putting on a red lip putting your hair in a bun like what what do you do um if i'm having a day where i feel a little bit like on the Shit. larger side or yeah like i've eaten <laughs> too many pies then i'll go always go towards black I mean, it literally <laughs> it can save you so much especially if i'm going to an event or something i'm like oh god i'm gonna look massive in the pictures wear black and you just get away with murder it's great it's that is so true it is true <laughs> yeah. black and sleeves just like a silhouette type outfit and you'll get away with it 
no one will see the extra half stone. <laughs> <laughs> I've got loads of tricks like that. All the greasy hair. I'm obsessed with um, dry Baptiste shampoo. dry shampoo. I'm like that. This made me feel so much better. Cause oh, yeah, dry shampoo. At least my hair doesn't smell like sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like my sick hair right days. now is about 100% dry shampoo. <laughs> I don't really know what else forward. is in there. It's the way forward. <laughs> Who is your go-to person when you're having a really, really, really rubbish day? Um, it would probably be my older sister, Sally, because she's got three boys. So I've got two, she's got three. So we've got five boys between us that are like seven and under. So we kind of both get it. Like until you're kind of in that full like child mode, sometimes people don't really understand what that's like. And she obviously totally does. So yeah, mm-hmm. I do go to her quite a lot for for that kind of advice. There's a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, there is. It will end. Yeah. <laughs> will it? When? Um, <laughs> when sorry, when, when's when that? When will I sleep ever again? I don't know. No. Um, we heard that you gave some, some solid advice to Cheryl. Would she be a person that you would chat to kind of, you know, yeah. weekly to just kind of check in with her about stuff? Yeah. Babies? Yeah, because we've got obviously Cole and Bear are so similar in age. I mean, especially in the sort of... In the first year, it was like a daily WhatsApp thing because you you just, there's so many things to talk about in those first few months, yeah. don't you think, with the feeding and weaning yeah. and all of those things. And now it's kind of like, it's quite nice because we're in like a, I don't know, more of a chilled place. Like they're both walking, they're both talking a little bit. They're just easier. Yeah. Like yeah. it was nice. Like she came over for Bobby's party, but there's quite a few babies, bears age as well. And they were all just like playing and we were actually talking. We were like, wow, this has really changed. Like, it's this is a, a conversation. Corner. Yeah, before that, <laughs> it was literally no conversation, just us running after Bear and Cole, which is normal. But it's just nice that they've just got to that point where they'll play and mm. occupy themselves a little bit more. And so do you think that the key to mum confidence or being more confident as a mum is having a good network of friends around you who are also going through it? Yeah, I would say that's an amazing thing to have. And Mm. I do have that because I'm not friends with anyone basically who doesn't have kids and understand (laughs) what this is like. (laughs) Apart from Nicola, who is actually brilliant at like being the adopted auntie and entertaining the kids. But then she's like, bye guys. (laughs) Don't blame her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, literally everybody has young kids. So we're all in it together. And I do find a lot of comfort in that. And when people get yeah. out of that zone, like a couple of my friends now, their youngest are like five. I'm like, oh, whatever, you're yeah. out of it. We're not mates. <laughs> you're not count. in the gang anymore. Yeah, you don't count. <laughs> You've got your life back. What would you say to any mum at home if they're sort of struggling to make friends? Because Georgia and I, we met when we were pregnant and she was the reason for my sanity in the first year of, of having the baby. She was, she was my soulmate you know we got each other through that really awful we did. time so you need that you definitely need, how do you really make do. those friends though it's quite hard sometimes yeah that must be really hard i mean i had loads of um of friends as i said but i still took bobby to groups and stuff did you because, yeah because i just got so bored like sitting in the house with him and i wanted him to experience it you know i didn't want to stop him from experiencing what other kids did so i just used to rock up to like the monkey musics and all of those but were they like oh my god it's coming from Girls Aloud. <laughs> they would like hold it down and then as the weeks went on... <laughs> hold it down. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? They would be quite chilled and then as the weeks went on they'd be like, so uh, I saw that you did that the other week and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, like... But actually, the one thing about being a mummy is it kind of just puts yeah. everyone on the same level and it's yeah. nice because people do just talk to you on a normal level because it's usually just chatting about 
the sort of day-to-day kid yeah. stuff, yeah. nap times and, you know, what they eat and what they sleep in, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I didn't mind it. I like, and it's good for the kids and you do get chatting to people. Like I've, mm. I've made a few random friends in the park as well because Bobby's so sociable. He forces me to speak to strangers all the time. <laughs> and he gave this one woman a massive kiss on the cheek as she Aww. was leaving. <laughs> and so obviously we ended up like becoming friends. It's like, you know. So nice. You're going to make friends. Yeah, that is true. I think that's such a key point as well that if you are, you know, sitting at home, you're in that first six months where. I mean, let's be honest, it is the hardest time of your life so without a shadow of a doubt. And I said this to my best friend who was like, I haven't been. I was like, just go to a group. Yeah. You need to just find your local group, get down there and say hello. Because everybody speaks to everybody. Like, yeah. it's just, and the kids chat to, you know, like the kids interact. And so there's always someone that you're going to connect with. And you've I obviously mean, all got something in common, like yeah. straight away. Yeah. Like even if nothing else but kids is the thing that you have in common. Is that all we got, had in common? Well, probably, probably <laughs> pretty much. I don't really like and you. That's yeah. all you do talk about, though. <laughs> that is actually all you do talk about if you've, both, if you've all got young yeah. kids, isn't it? And Cole went through this stage of being like a nightmare at home. You know, Bobby was never like that. He was quite chilled, but he always wanted to be out of the house. So I'd find myself just like rocking up to my high road where I live and just being like, anything going on <laughs> like hijacking play groups and everything whatever I could do to keep him happy because you just want them to be like yeah. happy and not whinging yeah do the boys go to nursery um, so Bobby goes a few mornings and I'm thinking of starting Cole a couple of mornings from January Woo! <laughs> 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 Sorry, that is a big celebration. So I actually don't know what I'll do. Like, if I actually drop them both off together and have an entire morning, what on earth will I do? You might have sex with your husband. I might. <laughs> I mean, like, you Trust really need to Zoe go in to bring that up. <laughs> Let's talk about sex. Come like, on, darling. I think you've forgotten your lunchbox. You better come home. <laughs> yeah, but then we might make baby number three, exactly. so he won't be coming back. And be like, don't worry, love. Next time. <laughs> um, but I know we are laughing and joking about sex but it is something that comes up a lot on our Instagram and yeah. our followers are, you know they, they do ask us you know what was it like you know pregnant women are messaging us going what was it like the first time you had sex again after having the baby yeah. and we're like it was fucking hideous yeah <laughs> lights bad. off it's pretty yeah. bad it's, it's more of an experiment the first yeah. time especially after the first baby because I was actually scared because I didn't have the best birth I was like I mean what is even going on down there yeah but do you know what <laughs> I I don't really like having sex when I'm breastfeeding. Right. I find it really just not not the same. Oh, just what, in case I, they, well, yeah, I just don't feel my, fully myself. Yeah. So I feel like obviously you have to keep it flowing. But for me, I only really feel like normal having sex once I'm not feeding anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it is a big step, isn't it? I mean, what was your what was it like for you? I hate you asking me this. <laughs> She's so uncomfortable. <laughs> Come to me if you want to chat. I'm going it. bright red. <laughs> well, Zoe, the lights were off. <laughs> I closed my eyes and I thought of England. England. Yeah, <laughs> George and I talk about everything, but we never ever ever discuss. No, this is not my subject. This is not my subject. No, it's because Zoe is just loves talking about it embarrassing okay. me it's important to <laughs> no I know I'm joking I'm joking no but I mean it is it's like this time round after having um, Kit which was a much quicker yes. birth and I didn't have to have full steps in the end but obviously still you know it's still a labour and yeah, I did get a second degree tear it, yeah it does feel different but you're still like managing situations down there mm. and I remember and Dozer my husband was like sort of three or four weeks in was like <laughs> 
any danger? And I was like, absolutely no, <laughs> none, none at all, whatsoever. not happening at Bye. all. And then he was like, when's your six, six week check? And I was like, okay, you yeah, know, it's coming up. And then literally I came back from the doctor and he's like, what did the doctor say? The doctor said, oh, we can never have sex ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, look, I'm just not sure things are going to be all right down there. And, da, da, da. and then afterwards I was like, so how did that feel for you? And he goes, I go, bigger? And he goes, bit bigger. I'll oh. never get over it. <laughs> So, I mean, it's the worst. I, I think, never I think to my hear. husband would lie, actually. Yeah, <laughs> mine definitely yeah, thanks, would. Yeah, I think no. he would. He'd make out it was amazing. Even if it wasn't, bless him. Because he wouldn't want me to not do it again. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> That's the danger of him being too honest. But there is something in that, because for me, that was my, you know, I am a sexual person and I do love having sex with my husband. I really enjoy it. And for me, that was something that was really, it, it knocked me slightly because I right. just didn't think that I would ever get back to where I was. Thankfully, four and a half months Afterwards, I feel confident again in that arena. Right, but it did take saying, it out yeah. of me. It did take it out. Of yeah, me. I just never worried about it because we've been together so long. I don't know how long you've been with your husband, but we've been together like sixteen years or whatever. Oh my god! And so I just knew that we'd get it back when it was the right time for yeah. us. And obviously, it does involve them being a little bit patient because I just feel like you can't force something like that, or it'll just be awful. And then, like I said, you wouldn't really want to do it again. Yeah. So I think it's just got to be the right time and then yeah you you do get it back eventually but I know that there is that moment where you're like oh my god is it ruined forever yeah especially if you've been breastfeeding and then you've stopped yeah Yeah. your boobs are different yeah they are yeah I think for me it's about nothing to do with even down there it's just my body as a whole it took me quite a while to look in the mirror and think oh yeah like I feel I feel good and Want, I want to feel sexy. Yeah. Mm. I think the first few months, I didn't even want to feel sexy. I just wanted but, yeah, to... Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't yeah. feel like I need to for the first few months. I'm like, no, you just have to wait. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Same with me. Thankfully. <laughs> he was all right with that, well. Well, he's been with you for 16 years, so... Yeah. I feel yeah. like having chatted to you for the last sort of 25 minutes that you are... You've got this inner, like there's this sort of inner, gl- like confidence and glow. That's, yeah, isn't there? exactly. Like, it's, it's really refreshing, actually. Delusion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's what delusion is, give me some because I quite like to be delusional. No. <laughs> I just honestly, I know this sounds bad, but I just don't think I ever look at myself that deeply. Is that weird? Like no. you're saying, you looked in the mirror and thought, "Do I look sexy?" I just don't remember doing that. But mm. maybe because I've got obviously two like the second time around is I just can't remember I just can't remember really what happened after Cole because Bobby was just still running around like a a toddler Mm. like he was two our, our literally our routine for the first few months was usually a four in the bed scenario depending which one woke up we'd just be like oh god just get in everyone get in (laughs) come on (laughs) and it was like laughable you know at times um, but now it's kind of normal well you do what you you need to do yeah you do what you've got to do exactly to get through yeah for sure. How has your style changed since becoming a mum? Um, I used to wear a lot of bodycon stuff and I don't really anymore. So that has changed because although like I kind of got back to a normal, like the similar size to what I was kind of like dress size wise, I just feel like my shape, like the width of my stomach has never, ever gone back to what it was. It's just different. Like mm. I think once it's kind of grown that way, it probably just never would. So I used to have like quite a small waist. It's still, you know, the smallest part of me. (laughs) But I'm not like, let me throw on a bodycon, skin tight dress and walk walk around. I'm a little bit more like, yeah, sort of slightly more baggy. Still always, always draw everything to the waist though, because that's my smallest point. 
<laughs> so if you want to feel forward. good, always. what do you wear apart from black? <laughs> um, I love a jumpsuit, a waisted jumpsuit. They're always really comfortable, easy to wear, and you just don't need to think too much about piecing the outfit together, which is good if you're in a rush. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, anything wasted, really, just yeah, not nice. too tight, not too skin tight anymore. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And a good old Spanx dress is always a good thing in the wardrobe. I've always got, well, I've got like literally drawers and drawers of various different types of <laughs> elasticated products. But just to like, I find that all you really need is like just a slip, like a yeah. stretchy slip. I can't be dealing with the Spanx thing anymore. No. It's it's not really a great look because it's going to bulge somewhere else. Yeah. Whereas the slips are just quite good, give you a nice silhouette. Nice hourglass. Yeah. And what about the boys? Do you take kind of real particular kind of, well, do you like to dress them up? Because we all, we all yeah, do. Yeah, because boys, as you know, it's really hard to find good boy stuff. And is that why you decided to launch your own brand? It is indeed. Yeah, no, it is. I kind of, I, I have always wanted boys. Like I always pictured dressing like cheeky little boys which is what I ended up with my husband keeps saying you always wanted cheeky boys you definitely got them and <laughs> um, like most of my friends would be like they'd be talking about dressing the girls in like pink dresses and it just ne- that was never ever me like I always just thought little boys were so cute and then when I started buying clothes I was like now I get it it's boring like there's just yeah. nothing out there's not enough variety out there it's dull like you don't necessarily want to put them in dinosaurs every day. I know, that's like the thing. My kids don't like dinosaurs, dinosaurs. that much. Um, or nautical, like it's a bit preppy. Like yep. my kids are a bit like more boy, like street and boyish. So I was like, okay, why not? Let's let's see. I know it's not going to be an easy thing to do, obviously, to launch your own brand. But my brother does that for a living. He makes clothes. So, well, not himself with his own machine, but, you know, he works for a company <laughs> that manufactures clothing. So we got together and created Kimber Kids. And so now, yeah, I just basically force my kids to wear that every day. <laughs> no, Bobby likes it because um, we've got like a really strong like coloured camo print and he thinks he's like a little soldier with his little stormtrooper guns. So we're, we're all winning in life on the, the fashion front at the moment. Where can we buy it? It's online at Next. That's the that's where it's gone into. But we're also launching our own website. So we're going to sell it through KimberKidsClothing.com as well. But yeah, it's like a whole new venture. It's a big, it's a big old deal. Like it's not just like okay, let's do a kids' clothing brand. Like this has taken me like two years. But I think it's like a family project. Mm, me and my yeah. brother, we're mm. really passionate, so we're like driving it forward. Brilliant. Um, and hopefully, yeah, it'll continue. Do you think working alongside being a mum gives you confidence? Um, I just think that a nice balance is great. Like, it's not always possible for everyone, but because of the job I do, I've got that luxury in a way of kind of doing both. Yeah. I've got a lot of friends that have had such struggles with that whole thing because it's so difficult to to know what to do about going back to work and stuff. But I'm lucky because I can just work Mm. a few days a week and work it around them. What is quite hard is trying to do the sort of like brand stuff from home when the kids are around because oh, you you're can't. like I'm not doing this I don't know what I'm doing like I don't I've got so many different things in my head what am I even doing anymore S- somebody said on Instagram yesterday that trying to work from home when your kids are in the room is like brushing your teeth whilst eating an Oreo <laughs> yes, and it, it's so it just feel like that I'm like oh well, you don't have the space, do you, in your head to do both? I do try uh, too much I think I think I need to allocate time for myself to yep. just work 
but it is a juggle, isn't it? It's like that guilt. Oh, but I am here, so I should just yeah, be with them. Is. And also, they, they make me feel so guilty. Like, I worked one day last week. Bobby <laughs> fell out with me. They're so clever, aren't they, kids? <laughs> Honestly, he fully fell out with me. I was like, Bob's, I've only worked one day. He was like, oh, why do you always have to go to work? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it for you so that you can buy nice things. I don't want any more toys. I've got enough toys. Oh. I'm like, okay, I don't want food. I don't like food anyway. I'm like, okay, all right. They're such manipulative little shit. Aren't they sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm going through the same with mine at the moment. I go to work three days a week, and Axel fully doesn't speak to me for those three days. No. I come home and he goes, Mummy out. I can't even, I'm not even allowed in the kitchen. Mummy out. It's really oh, hard. Geez. It is really, I mean, it's fine. I get a bit of time to myself. I'm like, oh, sorry, hubby. <laughs> I'm not even allowed in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. If they get all clingy to them, it's not so bad. Yeah. Yeah, they're clever, though. He's, they cle- are he's clever. Because when he, he yeah. gave you a hug yesterday, Today and a kiss. I know. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, um, let's talk just quickly because yes. I know I'm going to get the old wrap up so- okay. sign soon. But please, let's talk about Girls Aloud. Mm. What's happening? Are you coming back? Um, there's no plans to at the moment, but you never know, do you? Like it's a weird one. Like people ask me all the time, and I'm like, I couldn't, I could never categorically say it would never ever happen. Yeah. If that helps at all, but it's not happening now. Could you, <laughs> see, that can you see? Could you see yourself performing with them again, though? Yeah, I kind of think for something special maybe it yeah. could yeah maybe I could like there's still a lot of love between us all like despite what people may think like we spent so many years together yeah. 15 years is like a ridiculous amount of time like mm. you're, you're always gonna kind of treasure those moments and I don't know maybe there'll be a time where like all the stars align and it's just right for us to do something together again mm. with all our troops of kids yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we never had when we were in the band before I'd like to see that. Yeah, yeah I'd love it. <laughs> and um, before we say goodbye, yes. products that you go to to make yourself feel good. So you've obviously spoken about black. We black. know that. <laughs> products that I go to, black. Black. Um, I, um, I feel like I don't ever buy any products for myself anymore. Perfume's important to me. Oh, that's Perfume's interesting. Perfume's really important to me. I don't feel like myself unless I've got perfume I can on. smell you and you smell delicious. It's, yeah, I've, I've worn it for so long, like literally, when I, whoever, whoever's known me for like the entire time, like so the girls, like Cheryl's like, oh, you don't smell like you if I don't have it on. It's like that weird. What do you wear? I wear Marc Jacobs, um, the clear bottle. I don't Daisy. Know it's called. No, not Daisy. There's, there's another one that's clear and nobody else seems to wear it, which oh, is why I, I like know. it. I don't know what the name is. I can smell it. But it's an old school one. Right. I mean, I'm talking like 15 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> but things like like perfume and being just fully fully groomed makes me feel good. I, I, yeah, that's a good point. I don't feel good if I'm not groomed. You've got your lashes yeah, you done. Yeah, you guys have got my lashes done. Yeah. Like, this is a new thing since having Cole because I realised when I had the two of them, I don't have time to do anything else. Like, I will not be able to do anything before dropping Bobby at nursery. So I thought, that is the way I'm going to do this. Thing. That's it. That's how they'll know I'm awake. Because <laughs> I've got my eyelashes on. <laughs> um, and it's it's actually helped. And you get to lay down for like an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> While you're having true. them down. Yeah, and you can't move or <laughs> yeah. open your eyes. Oh my God, exactly. I'm going to start doing them. <laughs> an hour and a half? Mm. I've missed a trick all these years. You have. <laughs> oh, Kimberly, you're you're an absolute dream. Thanks like, for having me. Like Thank so you. much. I feel like we've covered everything. Yeah, yeah. we have. Really we quick. Have, actually. Like, let's get a cuppa or a glass yeah. of rosé. Yeah, let's go with the wine. <laughs> Thanks, Kimberly. Thanks. So, as always, we will round off this podcast with talking about some of our favourite products that are going to give us some confidence. 
And uh, number one, I mean, it's my favourite thing in the whole entire world, <laughs> is doing a tan at home. Yeah. I mean, it just makes you feel so much better. It does. Slap it on, even if you're slightly orange around the wrists. <laughs> uh, two of my favourite products. Like I am right now. You're looking slightly orange. <laughs> um, Saint-Tropez, I l- absolutely love them. They are my favourite. And also Fake Bake as well. We're big fans of them. So you can literally get them at Boots, take them home, and you'll just feel like a different person if you're a slight shade of... Orange. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me, this isn't really a product, but just taking an hour or so for a bit of self-care. So I know that when we were both, just after we'd had Axel and Luna, we loved going to the gym. So, Mm. you know, taking yourself into a spin class because it's dark and no one can see you <laughs> that really would do wonders for my confidence yeah. so yeah something like a spin class or even if you want to go and have your nails done that kind of stuff yeah it's just, just an hour to yourself exactly um now this is a really great bit of kit actually and i got given it when i was pregnant it's by the body bump and it's basically a slip that you wear underneath dresses so it was kind of to give me like a round lovely smooth bump but i wore it afterwards as well so as opposed to like spanks where everything kind of like i think kimberly said that's where everything kind of shoots out everywhere this is a slip that (laughs) goes down the whole of the body and just gives you like a really seamless line and it makes you feel good so if you're going to wear a dress if you've got a wedding to go to soon after having a baby or you've got an event you're just like oh i don't like my body Whack that on. Yeah, everything really hangs helps. a bit better when you wear something yeah. like that, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's called the body bump. You need it. So this is a bit of a random one from me, and they are called Random <laughs> Notes of Encouragement Cards. So they're just little cards that you can drop around the house, and if you're feeling a bit low, you just sort of read them, and they'll have an affirmation like, keep smiling, or just keep going, or there's a light at the Be end brave. of the tunnel. Be brave. And, I mean, it sounds a bit silly, but sometimes when you're feeling really, really low, just to have a little reminder like that yeah. is really nice. Yeah. You can get them on Not on the High Street as well. You can buy them yes. on there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, loads of places do them. Yeah, so. we love them. We do. They are scattered around the entire, <laughs> the entire of my entire home. Um, and then finally, like George and I talk about this a lot, but we absolutely love getting a blow dry. So if you can sneak out of the house yeah. for a couple of hours, you know, or even you can use one of the apps that they've got around. Uh, we like Blow Limited um, and they can come to your house. Yeah, they come to your house. Do you a blow dry. to leave. Yeah. And you just feel good, don't you, when you're bouncing around, flicking your hair around like an absolute loser. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it. The secret to confidence is good hair. Uh, it's true. <laughs> so that rounds up this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you have liked what you've heard today, remember you can rate, review and subscribe. Uh, and of course, that kind of spreads the Made by Mama's love around the place. And um, you can also contact us uh, at Zoe Harbin on my Instagram and at Made by Mama's and the website, which is madebymamas.com. We'll see you next week. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit 
yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.